what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh Podcast Network. Street Circle Drive is your Hickory, North Carolina-centric podcast. For people who love Hickory, North Carolina, you Hickory nuts, here we are back again today. I am your host, Andrew Moose. Today with me, I have three co-hosts. Sitting directly across from me is Mr. Mark Seaman. How are you doing, Mark? Wonderful, Moose. How about yourself? Doing perfect. Sitting to Mark's left, Mr. Richard Dowdy. How are you doing? Good morning, afternoon, or wherever you guys are listening. Good morning, afternoon, and good night. Good morning, afternoon, <laughs> and evening. That's right. And sitting to Richard's left, we have Ms. Cleese Plant. Good afternoon. I almost said good morning. It's I almost got her. I almost got her. <laughs> it all depends on when they listen. Yeah, right. you're going to get somebody. Somebody. Right. We release these at midnight, generally speaking. So you never know when you're going to catch them. I actually listened to the last episode at about 2 a.m. So. Oh, well, thank you for the number. Yeah. yeah. So, so is that more? That's technically morning, but really 2 a.m. is night. Still that is me. still work hours for me. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, still, that's still a work day for me. <laughs> right. So. You know, we couldn't do this podcast without you, and we do sincerely appreciate you tuning in. Once you've listened to this podcast, we'd love it if you'd head over to TheMesh.tv and subscribe to this show and all the other ones so you receive new Street Circle Drive podcasts as soon as they drop each and every other Tuesday, I believe is the clip we're on right now. Every other Tuesday. We'll go with that, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, that sounds we'll stick good. with that. Sounds good. Yeah, so on The Mesh Network, we've got all kinds of shows. Countries with John Reed, Kathleen Madigan's podcast, big fan, Chick Chat, Entrepreneur Exchange. I'm with the man, Footcamp Films Podcast, and more and more and more and more every day. So we appreciate you tuning in and all that good stuff. Um, after the last installment of Street Circle Drive, um, let me tell you, we've had some uh, we had some people respond to our podcast, and it's um, it was great. All positive feedback too, okay. which was um, which is different. And we actually had some of those quote unquote detractors that I was so eloquently speaking about um, actually reach out and say, you know what? I think you're right think that oh, we, wow. Um, wow. that we I'm just kidding nobody did that. I was about to say man look oh, hey wow that's a big with the arches <laughs> hey, with the arches falling I, I found the toxic side of it. <laughs> wow <laughs> where have you guys been <laughs> I thought we were making a dent into that man but I, the I impact guess not. I was like we had impact, you know, impact. We, had, we, had, we had tens of compliments <laughs> so yeah if you guys haven't listened to that podcast you can find it on wherever you do find your podcast um, Mark, you and I were speaking offline today at lunch about, um, you know, the what's what's next for the arches, what's going on. I think I just saw that the uh, Hickory Daily Record just reported that City of Hickory will not be conducting an investigation for the arches per their insurance platform. Is that correct? That is correct. So the arches, actually, the arches, the walkway. And the um, and the bridge itself, none of that is actually owned by the city. What? Oh, okay. so they have not taken the the bridge itself is a DOT road. Correct. Okay. So that that's not owned by the city. And then the arches and the bridge over had not been assumed. The city had not assumed responsibility yet for those pieces. So the contractor sub. And I might get some of this wrong, but contractor, subcontractor, the folks that built the arches, as well as the engineers, are the ones that still are kind of involved with that. And then they'll have their insurance companies will then do investigations and determine basically how it's going to be handled moving forward. So it doesn't make sense. The city obviously has skin in the game, but they don't own it. 
So this, if the city does an independent insurance investigation and then they say maybe something that's different or something that is... Um, it could screw the pooch in the wall. It really though. could. Because yeah. it doesn't really affect, I mean, it does affect the city. You got to be careful to use the words, but it, it, <laughs> yeah. it's their responsibility right now to figure out what happened. Right. And then make the city whole for that. So that's that's kind of where you're at at this point. And then there's also been some questions about will the, any reports be released? And that is also not within the city's control because the city is not doing the reports. Right. It just seems like every it's just indemnifying responsibility at every turn for everyone. It would, how who can we get to? And, it's, and this is not on the city per se, but it, there's a lot, whole lot of buck passing going on right now, and, and and it gets to the point to where you have to wade through the weeds and, and the semantics to figure out as a citizenry like who's responsible and who's like how are we going to fix this? And it just seems like like as of right now. The the responsibility is not on the city, correct? Correct, because that's not the city's property. <laughs> it seems weird to say that, yeah, but yeah. technically, the city—not technically—the city has not received those items. They did not take responsibility for those items, so it is not the city's property. So, Mark, are you saying that City of Hickory might have skated one here? There Maybe. would you can take your City of Hickory hat. That I don't really know for sure. Right. I mean, obviously, timing. If you take responsibility, but there still would have been insurance in place, and there's still, which I'm not pertinent to this information, but there's still, I'm sure, was a warranty in place. So yes, if this would have happened 30 years from now, then it might have been left in the city's lap. Right. But even if it happened in the near future, I would think there would there would be mechanisms in place to protect the city. Certainly, certainly. So as it sits right now, today is March the second, I believe, and we're podcasting around lunchtime. Um, not, the the what's left of our arches in Hickory are still on the bridge and will be on there for the foreseeable future until the whoever's doing the investigation releases. Until ever, who all those insurance companies are. Right. Says, hey, okay, it's good. We got all the information we need. Go ahead and clean it up. So okay. it's like an active scene, like a, oh, <laughs> like yeah. a CSI. Yeah, really Don't touch the scene. Right. Don't touch the scene. That's right. It, it is. That's why it's blocked off. That's why you chalk can't go up there. <laughs> there is 24 hour security up there. Hey, oh give God. the internet a couple of minutes. It'll be a chalked out line. <laughs> That's, <right. in> the <laughs> arch. That's exactly right. Right. So, um, so who knows how long that's all going to take? That's really kind of, again, out of the city's hands. And then you're going to have the, like, when this will all be cleared up, will probably be well if anybody's ever had a car accident and it takes a while to go through the process of insurance whether it's your fault or somebody else's fault it takes a while for all that to go through well you imagine that's your car this is three quarters of a million dollars right so it's take a little take a little while for this whole people aren't going to get answers as quick as they would like yeah no no doubt well no i doubt. gotta tell you it just makes me so sad when i drive under there and then also cautious because they're still there and then i'm thinking okay well who's going to remove them, but it looks like it's going to take a while. So I guess I'll just continue to drive under well, them. They could be removed in, in a little while. I mean, the, the removal piece might be sooner. I mean, you can only investigate so much. You walk right. around it and well, take I, photos. You said insurance companies. They can, yeah. Yeah. They can find so some I, stuff it could this. be removed here before too long. Sure. But it might be a while before there's any actual resolution on what's going to happen moving forward. Right. So, in other words, we as a citizen of Hickory will just need to be patient because we're we, wait if it we out. are anything, we are patient in this town. That's right? exactly yeah. right. Just got to be yeah. patient. Just got to let it play itself out. That's right. 
So uh, on, the, on the last podcast, we talked about, uh, well, I, I mentioned that I have not driven under that bridge yet. Today, going to lunch was the first time that I drove, drove under that, and I gave it a little pray, pray, praise, praise Jesus. I'm, I'm like that, you know, pumping, raising the roof a little bit as I was driving underneath it. You're trying to raise the bridge. Just, oh, just, the bridge. just trying to, just you know, putting all the juju out there in the universe. I was right behind him, so I saw that. I'm thinking, I'm thinking is he trying to also drive and make sure... Like yeah. If anything falls, I'm going to catch it with their hand. Right. I was putting all the Pollyanna, the goodness out there and trying to raise that roof just a little bit. I'll be honest with you. Until I listened to the last podcast, I hadn't been, I wasn't really concerned about it. I mean, I drove under it and maybe like two weeks ago, I saw that area where the uh, arch fell and broke off a piece of the sidebar of the bridge, but I hadn't thought anything of it. And then, I mean, I drive there two or three times a day going uh-huh. and picking up the boys. And then you guys mentioned, it, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's possible. But then, uh, Mike, he had a really good point. It was um, how many of these bridges are already like deteriorated and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, like uh, so I'm like, uh, it's a lot. Yeah, it's actually rubble falling. Right. I think there's been there's a lot there's been a lot of studies out there uh, that have determined that a lot of a lot of infrastructure in the United States is and not only just in Hickory is across the board dilapidated. You know and. Maybe that bridge now that a forty ton structure is falling on might get a <laughs> bump in the line to to get up there for for repairs. But we digress, right? So um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm kind of tired of talking about the archers already. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm ready to move on. I um, so we're gonna we're gonna bury it right there until the next podcast, probably when we can give some updates. But until then. Let's talk about John Reap running for mayor. Why don't we? Okay. <laughs> I'm so line. glad we're on this subject. Right. So uh, <laughs> this week, a uh, friend of the podcast, Mr. John Reap, uh, has uh, went to the Board of Elections and attempted to file to run for mayor. And, um, you know, I'm uh, we are a, a very neutral place here in Street Circle Drive, and we will not throw our... Uh, support behind any candidate, but it looks like John might be out this year. Just oh, yeah, by, he had to get uh, moved into Hickory. Yeah, by time, Friday. Right? And, I, and his I think, mom stays in my neighborhood, man. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and he does too. Like, yeah, he's he's there. He's there with him. So okay, um, I, I've I seen think, him walking around. Yeah, right. So oh you know, which kind of brings me to the point. You know, we see the most, I, I would say, popular politician right now in the whole world who was a comedian president Zelensky from ukraine he was a former stand-up comedian so it's not out of the realm of possibility for someone who is outside of the political spectrum to be able to jump into this arena um and you know maybe reap will squeeze it in i don't know i mean he's got a lot of irons in the fire but it's um, what, what at least what do you think about what this i saw that and i thought Oh my goodness! Like, th- like this could really probably shake up the next city of Hickory's election. I mean, I I'm like a political wonk, so I love to hear stories like this, you know. But I I just think, you know, just to probably th- throw something into the fire. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. Sort of mix it up a little mix bit. Mix it up a bit, you know. How, I mean, why not? I feel like this, if, if you have it in you and you think you're qualified, then go ahead. 
Well, I mean, and I feel like we've seen it across the across the United States. Uh, Arnold, uh, governor out in California, Trump. I mean, these Ronald are guys. Reagan? That, Ronald Reagan, yeah. right? One of the originals. But I mean, it's it's not above somebody to be able to transition into that. And kind of to the point that you guys were making last podcast, and you were kind of saying when we started off, there sometimes is a lack of uh, figurehead or someone out there to to be in front of the public and take those hard type questions and stuff like that. He has experience being on stage, probably being heckled and stuff. So, 100%. So, I mean, he may also bring uh, a presence that some people may may welcome. So, I mean, right. if if he if he's qualified to do it, hey, I, I support him. If not, hey, he'll hear it from everybody else before <laughs> me. But <laughs> I'm not going to knock him just because of what his profession was. So. Right. I'm for anybody throwing their hat in the ring. Right. Anybody that wants to, if, if you, he, she thinks they're qualified. And my only thing would be just Seriously. make sure you realize what you're getting yourself into. Exactly. Right. There, there's, there's a lot more that goes into it. It, de- it depends on the city. It depends on the size of the town. How you know. Run. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking about citizens calling you. Mm-hmm. To, and you, it's one of those jobs that I don't care who you are. You are no, what, you're not going to make everybody happy. No, nope. no. Just by I'm, nature, you are at least gonna. If you're lucky, you're gonna get fifty. 50 <laughs> right. And that might be lucky. Yeah, that's lucky. And, 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 and local, and being in local government, sometimes you can win over the de, the detractors. I, I see you use the word detractors a lot. That's the podcast. word of the that's podcast. The yeah. um, you know, they do. I think local politicians are e- is easier to cross party lines than it would be on a national scale because it's just so you're you're in much closer quarters and the issues are so. It, 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 I don't want to say simpler, but but it, you get it, more information. They're not right. as it's not as complex, right? One hundred as like national issues. Now, but you also got to realize your neighbor who in your district is going to call you because their neighbor's dog is going to the bathroom in their yard, and they think right. you should do something about right. it. Right. So you, you, you get serious, <laughs> yeah. You get serious comments, but you also get a lot of stuff that people want you to act on that may be beyond your realm. Of Certainly. what your responsibility is. Right. And you have to have a thick skin, too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm all for somebody taking, you know, bringing some levity to some of these situations. Right. But it is a serious right. job. And I'm not speaking necessarily for John's because he might be 100% serious about it, which is awesome. He had but, a jacket on. I saw the jacket when he went in. He was dressed. I mean, it was. I'm he had a walk I'm giving him the, the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving him the benefit of no, the doubt. No, the question think, was, was one of the buttons buttoned? If it was buttoned, that was serious. If it was open, then it did, like, but You had to do the right button. Too. Yeah, yeah, the right button. You got to do the second button, right? You got to go second button if you're going to be serious. I didn't know you could button both buttons. I didn't know that. That's right. So. Everybody's got fashion sense. This is a fashion sense podcast. <laughs> hey, man, we cover it all. We're a gamut. We cover the whole gamut, man. Yeah, that's right. That's but no, right. I'm with you guys, man. Like, again, it's just, um, it would be something different, something new. And if he's going to take it seriously, then, like and you I'm, said, everybody right. throw it. And I will say this I'm all for people getting more involved. Exactly. Everybody. Exactly. Now, I would recommend that if you're going to run for whatever, whether it's mayor, city council, go to sit some city council meetings. Exactly. Beforehand. So you kind of know what, at least. You don't get all of the behind the scenes stuff. Go to stuff. a Ridgeview community meeting. Go oh, to a yes. Ridgeview concerned citizen meeting. There's right. also there's Kenworth has a meeting. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of neighborhood meetings. Go to some of those things and see what actually is going on. And, yeah. Even city council just this can yeah. be eye opening yeah, sometimes, well, especially if you go at a particular time. There's a, actually very uh, heavily debated topic <laughs> in Hickory right now about uh, housing. Slash condos uh, in Morris Ferry, right, yeah. right, right outside, outside Morris Ferry, right off right. 127. And it is very, there's 
some some lines have been drawn on whether people want that or don't want that. Right. And that gives and so that is gonna go to city council for approval. And you've got people on both sides of that with obviously very strong opinions right. that you're gonna have to answer to. Well, and that's what I was going to say earlier before we said we were going to stop talking about the arches is when you look online and you hear all of the opinions that people had around them, it's like, well, they met about this. We have, like you said, we have council meetings and stuff like that. If you're interested or you want to know, like you have to go to these things. And if you want to be a quote unquote detractor, like you said, that's your opportunity to get that out there. And again, and kind of negotiated, not negotiated, but to get your point of view out there. So don't after the fact then go and be like, well, we shouldn't have been using it for this, shouldn't have been used for that. Did you go to any of the meetings? Right. No. And full disclosure, I did serve on the bond on the Riverwalk committee. So, you know, I, I, I totally understand the meetings. And plus the meetings were free, open to the public. Very open, yep. And also, too, just to circle back around about people serving, people can also serve on boards and commissions, which – there is such an immediate need to those. Yeah. And just if you're going to start out um, in the political world, that would be the first thing I would do is start out with boards and commissions and then work your way up. Or you could get lucky and you could become mayor or president. <laughs> <laughs> well, one that's shot. A great, that's a great suggestion, Cleese, yes. to serve on one of those. Or multiple. see so much that's going on in the community that's outside of your immediate point of view. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I just I, I I like to see John's community involvement. Full disclosure, John's a friend of mine. Um, he's you know he produces podcasts right here where we're sitting at the ma- at the match, and um, you know when the subject was breached, um, and I think John has um, a, and he he's got talk about thick skin. Man's got thick skin, uh, but there are those folks that think that when John in his act talks about hickory that he's making fun of hickory which is the furthest point from where he is as an actual human being that man loves this town and i and i and i think he would be a 100% great if if the cards would fall right and he was able to run and these are all just what if ifs for fists we'd all be drunk right so <laughs> you know if if he's able to run for mayor if he wins if he if he beats whomever this running hank and the other other fellows that are running i think it's both fellows if i'm not mistaken but if the point did get to the fact where it was a serious this is mayor john reap of hickory north carolina i think he would be a cheerleader cheerleader and i think he would take it serious and um and don't discount the fact that people might just vote for him for as a goof that's possible oh, name that's recognition true. you know yeah. and and that's and and not to say that i don't think he's qualified because i i think that he might be qualified but we'll see. Time will tell. Absolutely. I think and we don't know if he is or isn't. No, I think it's it's still in limbo. I mean, we're sitting here on Wednesday, March second, and he has until Friday to find residence in Hickory, and that's permanent residence. And I, you can get into the wonkiness, as Cleese said about you know law and everything else about you know what type or how long he needs to stay there, and you know is this a Real residents, you know, whatever. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Only time will tell, like I said. So Friday's the deadline, right? Right. Friday's okay. the deadline. So good luck to Mr. Reap and <laughs> Mayor Guess and all those folks that are thinking about throwing their hat into the ring. But 
I will we say, can I will update that and touch on it next next we, podcast out because we'll know who all is running by That's then. Right. We certainly will, and we welcome everyone who is running for mayor onto this podcast to talk about that uh, their candidacy. We've had uh, mayor candidates on here before talking about their candidacy, as well as we've had uh, uh, mayor mayor guests on our podcast, and he is a friend of the podcast too. So, um, anyone in in that political realm who'd like to come and and, and talk about that. We are available. You can send us an email at info at themesh.tv and we'll be happy to work that out. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Um, maybe even stick around for uh, a, a, a forum or a, a debate because we've facilitated those before and uh, that might be in line too. But I will say this. Um, I thought for the longest time that the mayor's job was pretty cake until I went to a Concerned Ridgeview Community Service. What's the, what's the word exactly? I don't want to push that. Concerned citizens. Concerned citizens of Ridgeview, correct? Is that right? Ridgeview Concerned Citizens. Ridgeview Maiden. Concerned Citizens, right. So – um, I popped my head into one of those meetings uh, a couple months ago, and um, uh, you know they the they made their voices heard. Let's put it that way to Hank, and um, you know it's a contentious position to be in as a mayor, and it's um, you really have to really have to think twice about if you want to do that or not because it's he he left not he didn't have a good night. You know, so um, just anybody out there who's thinking about running for mayor or any political office, you know, make sure that you are you're ready to catch it because you will. So just Moose, just for like, I guess, the recap of people who, you know, don't live in Ridgeview or may not be as attuned to what's going on in Ridgeview. What were the main issues from that meeting? Okay, so um, just a, the one main point was, and this was before, full disclosure, this was before the, the, the library had uh, reopened and been remodeled. Um, they were concerned that um, a lot of their recreational space had been used for a library and that the length of time that it was taking to revamp the library as well as the Ridgeview Pool. That's all that always gets brought up. Um, and so, yeah, there was some... Like the, like the name says, concerned citizens in that community. And um, But I, I will say this. I was impressed with how engaged that community was and the amount of people that actually showed up to that meeting because um, I've never been to my community. I mean, Mark, you live in my neighborhood. Have we, do we have a – do we have a – We don't have a community. I, I nominate you meeting. for president of our new neighborhood committee. I'll, I'll check my calendar. I think I'm a little booked with uh, – Committee uh, prom- committee uh, commitments right now. So well, claiming not it for that <laughs> immediately. But. but there is a bomb. I mean, like I mentioned, Kenworth has one. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. West Hickory has one. Um, I think there's another one off Springs Road. I'm I'm trying to. There's five or six different neighborhood groups that do meet on a pretty regular basis. Right. Right. So we touched on a little bit before we uh, we're kind of jumping back and forth. So I apologize to our li- listeners. Um, there is a point of contention that is hitting a lot of uh, folks in Hickory, and that is the proposed space right outside Morse Ferry that they're planning on building uh, rental properties of some form or fashion. Um, and folks aren't happy about it, especially in that neighborhood. 
Um, I'm not exactly sure what that is, but I think we can, or what the plans are for that. I should know, uh, you know, hosting a Hickory Centric podcast <laughs> and all, but I do not know. Um, but there are some people that are that are upset with the way that was handled, uh, and I know Lat, the Lat Purser group out of Charlotte was, um, w- or the is the developer in that project. I think they're more concerned about the traffic, and there's some uh, there were some other comments that remain. I'm sure, but I think the there's, main point of contention was traffic. There's two real points. There's there's some there's going to be housing. There's also going to be some duplexes. It's mixed use. It's mixed it is mixed use, use. Yeah. and. So the traffic was a concern, and obviously Morris Ferries. My understanding is, I think all of it or the most of it is owner owned. There's not. Is there some rent runners in I, there? And I, would, I would imagine it's probably like ninety five. But I think some of the, they were concerned about maybe some of the rental pieces as well as what some of the articles said in the paper. Yeah. So so the traffic and then the rental piece and just the number of and I, and I forget the number of units that they've talked about that are supposed to go in there it's quite a few right. and is this uh considered affordable housing or is this condos like you said or I, well i think it's just all rental it rental is property. not yet well it's not all rental oh it's not no no okay. there there'll be house there'll be like you said a mixed there'll be houses for sale and there'll be rental no it's okay, not well, affordable housing like they were talking about the rental units going anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars a month okay so not definitely not affordable housing no it's not affordable housing okay i but I, when i when i was mentioned mixed use there's also going to be commercial properties are also going to be in that space as well correct not sure about that okay did i just make that up maybe okay but it's possible and if we're going to talk about that we're going to just talk about this other spot too uh the former hampton heights golf course is also being uh, developed into residential uh a residential community there and I'm not sure how many houses are going to about 300, I believe. 300. Good okay, so gracious. if anybody is concerned about traffic, it should be the people that live over there. Yeah, LR that uh, that little cut through there. I mean, I, I missed the golf course already, man. Like, yeah, same. I wish I had enough money to buy it, but I was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that was uh, that, that was that, that I, I cut my teeth at, at that place. You know, I've got so many so many fond memories of playing golf at Hampton Heights. Um, I learned how to play golf there. Um, yeah, I hate that it's gone. I do, I, and I, it's. Um, I would say that it was a yeah. um, great place. It's a great to have a public course mm-hmm. in the city of Hickory. Right exactly. Um, it was affordable. You could take anybody out there. It was a great place to teach kids. Exactly. I think the problem was it was a horrible place to try to run a business. Uh-huh. And I just think it was for what they were charging and what they could charge. I think it was hard. To make the numbers make sense, one hundred percent. So I, I, to be honest with you, I'm surprised it took that. Out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, I think eventually that land was just too valuable mm. as a as a golf well, course. I really thought that LR would jump on that um, because of the proximity to the school, and I thought, oh well, maybe that would be perfect. But I guess we're gonna have to just deal with con- condos or apartments or what have you. I can't, I can't believe the I city can't. of Hickory Recreation Department didn't buy it. I thought I was in the city course. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't believe the Parks Department didn't buy it. Uh, turn it into a muni. Man, I'm, I'm a guy with dreadlock should have went to a, a city council meeting and mentioned that or something. Right. Yeah, right. You should have. So, <laughs> you know, but jumping into that space, um, golf is a tough business. Uh, it was booming during COVID, though. I mean, let's let's be honest. That was one of the industries that did do really really well. Uh, through the pandemic because it was an outside activity. You were able to spread out. You could 
Um, I mean, a lot, I know a lot of golf courses were super accommodating with, you know, single rider golf carts and things like that. So you really were able to do, to do that. Now, Hampton Heights did present, uh, you know, different problem. Now, granted, this is me completely riffing off the cuff, but you know, Mark made a great point. You can only bring the standard up of, to a golf course up to a level to where people will actually pay the amount of money it takes to be able to keep, keep it at it a certain up. standard. And it's just this weird sliding scale and Hampton Heights just didn't have the infrastructure to do it. I mean, they or could, the space, or the acreage. The space. I mean, this I thing was some of those holes. Were it, kind was of, were kind of funky. it was dangerous. It was dangerous. some in, in some point, well, especially I mean, if you were on the other side of when I was swinging, cause right. I was going to hook it. Or <laughs> I mean, there, there, were par- there were parallel holes there that were, I mean, you were visiting the, your neighbor holes a lot. That's know? right. So, um, but yeah, you know, RIP Hampton Heights Golf Club. I think that was a, that was a great, great place for a long time and we're sorry it's gone, but you know. So as far as housing, do it, we, do we have that big of a housing shortage as far as? Yeah, I think we do. We do. There's okay. like it the rental market. Top. Is, well, everything yeah. that I hear from people that are renting is like that the price is just outrageous. And like you see it on our, like our Facebook groups, like, uh, people were like a two bedroom, one bath, $1,500. I'm like, wow. Like, get and I think that's like, because there's not that much. Property because the demand is and so is demand. Is so if we're going to be bringing housing in and it well, we have and all not afford, jobs. affordable, right. then what's that going to do for everybody? Well, I think as you have more housing units, that'll settle the pricing a little bit because right. you have more inventory. Okay, right. so people have to come down a bit on their pricing. Hopefully. Correct. That, I mean, hopefully. that's just my opinion. I don't well, know and if I'm, that's I'm only speaking for those that, like I said, that are in, at a point where right. Okay, I'm not going out to pick. A place just because oh, I like downtown. I like that. I can't afford that. Right. So just like we have, I think we have a, a group of our citizens that are going to be like, okay, well, that's not even in my price range anyway. So well, to answer that question, you know, the place just opened right not too far from where we're taping this, which is affordable apartments. Okay, the one right here, right. Uh, by, across from Safe Harbor. Correct. Okay, it's that's, it's fifty and uh, fifty and over. Correct? Fifty and over. It is fifty uh-huh. and over, but it's also. Um, it's also assisted housing too. Okay. So depending the thing, the article I read, it ranges for as low as like maybe three hundred dollars a month that you would have to pay up to about nine hundred. Shut the front door. De- depending on your economic situation. Yeah. Okay. Right. See, no, because there like was an article in the paper actually about that place that a gentleman was living in his car for the last three years mm-hmm. and was and when that opened, he was able to to oh move into goodness. a place. Well, I can tell you when we first moved here, like 10, 11 years ago. Um, we had two dogs, and it was hard to rent in Hickory because we, did, well, the houses that we were looking at to rent did not have a fence, or maybe they did not rent to you because you had dogs. Mm-hmm. So I know now the price, if you have pets and you need somewhere to go and you don't want to give up the pet, you probably will have to pay a premium for that. As, a, as an ex-property manager, I can understand, though, because some people will just let their dogs ransack. Right. Everywhere. Tinkle all over the place, bite yeah. things up, and then, like, you go back in, and it's like, your security deposit won't cover this one room. Like, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so, but it's, uh, I could I could bet that's probably hard, especially with two dogs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, two, and they were, like, small dogs. So that's what, about a, a thousand bucks in a pet right. deposit? <laughs> yeah, and our dogs weren't the brightest ones, so... <laughs> Are you making so, a case for the other side maybe. now? Maybe. Well, you know what? You know, let me, let me turn this back around. I so you know what? Me- that pet deposit. Why are you talking about that? Bitch and Daryl were great little dogs. <laughs> and I do want to mention that. I am impressed. R.I.P. You had a dog, Daryl. R.I.P. I love it. Daryl and 
Dion. The real name. I am impressed that Richard was able to work in Tinkle in today's podcast. I had to think about how to say that. I was like, okay, my son is back behind me. They're going to listen to that. That's impressive that we're able to slide that word into it. People with young kids. Thank you. You're nice. There we go. All right. I don't need them hearing daddy on the internet saying inappropriate terms. Maybe for the future we can have like a magic word of the podcast. Oh, you got to work it in. See if we can work it in. Well, maybe the tractors people, has been it for the Maybe for people the can email in if they can guess Dude. what the magic word is. Maybe they win a prize. But they seem to respond to give them a month free at the rec center or something. If they they like, wait, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> a month free? A month free at the rec center if they pick out the magic word. Oh, okay, at the rec center. I was like, hold on, don't, don't bring that to reputable like, web. So. <laughs> right, right. Well, you get a free month by saying, Tinkle. <laughs> you got to say the password is Tinkle. <laughs> That sounds like a, a radio, um, a radio show type game show or something like that. Can you guess what the magic word was for the podcast? Yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, so I, this is the point of the podcast where I put in an ad spot. So if you're someone who is interested in advertising on this podcast on the Mesh Network or any of the other podcasts here on our network, head over to themesh.tv. Check out those shows and send me an email at info at themesh.tv, and I'll be, I would be very happy to talk to you about how you can get involved with our network. So, um, a carpet cleaning place would have been perfect in that oh, spot oh, right there. Yes. It was. It, w- it would have been great. Uh, gym I, clean. I was going to say, call us next time. We'll, we'll work that in. Work that in. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I like Charles Reed out of Conover. That's what I used. Nice. Yeah, they're, they're I'm mad affordable. you had a carpet cleaner on demand. Like you could just pull one up I know, like that. That like, was quick. Right. Yeah. Well, I also have those dogs that tinkle all over my eyes. <laughs> so, yeah, I have them on speed. You got a monthly plan, a subscription. <laughs> oh, me too. It's, <laughs> Coco it, it's a thing. It's well, a thing. I have Coco Chanel and Gigi. <laughs> what? Yes, she yeah. she is not. She she's very bad, but she's very cute. That's right. That's you, right. You called her Coco Chanel, so it, she was she was destined to. She be, was destined. She was, she was definitely yeah. to, destined to tinkle yeah. wherever she wants. Excuse yeah. you, like no. Yeah. But, right. You know, Rip, Dion, and Daryl. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, we, you know, some things that we do like to talk about on this podcast are some great events that are coming up. Does anyone have anything that they would like to bring up about uh, events that you know that are coming into town or, um, or or events that you guys are involved with? We're, we're starting a mountain bike series, five week on Sundays. Nice. It's going to be out at uh, Hickory City Park, Geithner Park, at the mountain bike trails out there. Awesome. It starts this coming Sunday. For five weeks, so that, wow. that should be pretty neat. Oh, that's cool. That's, nice. that's something kind of new. Okay. Yes. I like that. Absolutely. And Google is your friend, too, because I just plugged in Hickory, North Carolina events this month, and there are so many great things that are happening in our town within the next month or so. So I would encourage you guys to go and check that out on the interwebs. Um, we also do a food segment. I'm bl- just blazing past these Hickory events because we kind of all run short on time. Um, but we were able to go eat at the new. Korean-style chicken place called 92 Chicken. It's located at 310 U.S. Highway 70 Southwest in Hickory. Uh, It is located um, right before you get to McDonald's there on 70, right there at the Paramount Kia. Uh, Formerly the Hot Potato Restaurant. Yeah, across Uh, from the U-Haul, across from... um, Resource Warehouse, that's right? It. Yep. Right across from the it. old village in on seventy. It's all Look, that's right all plugs. The old German restaurant. The old German restaurant. I never went there. I wanted to try the, when I German first moved to Hickory. I was like, "It's your fault." Yeah, it was good. It's me. It was me. That one bratwurst that I did not come get. It was heaven. Right. Well, that's what I was hoping for. Like bratwurst is all meat. It's all meat dishes. 
So 92 Chicken, I believe, we don't usually do chains, but I think they are a very small chain here in okay. somewhere. Um, I did not know that. I, well, I looked it up on the way here, and it, there was some, a couple other locations. But the only one close to Hickory that I know of, um, you know, I thought the food was fantastic. Uh, I I had the uh, the lunch special, five drumsticks. or No, I'm sorry. It came with three drumsticks and french fries, and it was in um, some sort of, like, Kind of hot, spicy, sweet sauce. It was, that was good, man. I, I so thought the fries good. were good. Oh, Mark, what did you have? What you? I had uh, five tenders. I had a red hot pepper sauce. How you feeling right now? Whew. It's good. <laughs> it's, it, it, it gets you. It gets You're you. coming from I, it right I, after we. I eat feel it. bad because I uh, used all their napkins blowing my nose because <laughs> it was making my nose run. Okay, but it was up, really good. I liked it. Up. This place had plastic gloves on the table. Yeah. Yes. That's how you know it's legit. Absolutely. Oh, so those are real peppers. Like I'm that pepper means. Yeah. I mean, don't put these own open cuts on your hand. Nope. I'm, I'm guessing it was hot. I've never seen that. Could before. you imagine no, eating one either. of those and rubbing your eye or something? Was, uh, Mark and yeah, I made a mess of that table because I also too was grabbing the the napkins because I was eating. Well, I tried to eat the chicken with the fork, and you know you can't do that. No, so no, you gotta get in there. Yeah, and I did. You I had said, drumsticks too. That was. Oh yeah. yeah I didn't sure. care if the people were right beside us. I had to dig in there and the chicken <laughs> and then dip the chicken in the curry sauce. Oh my goodness. It was excellent. Oh. It was uh, I the fries were good. I like I like crispy fries. That's my preference. Yes. And the fries were crispy and there was some sort of a coleslaw. It wasn't really traditional coleslaw, but it, it was some sort of coleslaw, and I thought it was very good as well. Yes. I thought you got a good sized portion. It came with the, the lunch special that I, Moose mentioned. Came with a drink as well, so I, I thought it was a. I, I thought it was well worth. I thought you got your money's worth. Yeah. I thought the food was excellent. the The service was good. They were very nice. We got it in a and what I thought was a timely manner. Exactly. I, I would. Perfect. I'd recommend it. I yep. give it a thumbs up. I would. What, too. what would you rate it out of? Uh, what would you rate it? Oh wow! Or what? What are we? What's our scale? Here? Oh, one you know to me? ten. You know, one me? To you know me? I'll have a different scale every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going, one to twelve. Right. One to 12. <laughs> I would. I mean, I, I personally go one out of seven. But <laughs> I do. That's what Mark knows. Well, one out of uh, six and points. a half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> out of seven. I, I would. I would know. I would say it was. A, I don't really know anything wrong with it. Right. Yeah, it, was it was a seven. I good. agree. Like it was the 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 chicken was so crispy to where I came in there in the restaurant with a clean shirt on and then I left <laughs> with stains. Yeah, I'm going to have to get like the stain remover because I just, I didn't care about the sauce dripping or whatever. It was just, it was that good to where I was proud of my shirt when I left <laughs> out of there. That is a mark of a good it meal is. right there. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was... It was good. I didn't. I don't have any complaints whatsoever about it. it was, I have a it was big clean. complaint. I didn't get in in time. I, look, <laughs> I came to the door as you guys are walking out, and so I left with disappointment. Like, None for you, Richard. I opened the door, and it was like the smell hit me. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, I was like, you know what? Let's turn back around. Let's get back oh, yeah. in there. But yeah, for sure. Well, I will be going to try it. It, it. it wasn't Richard's fault because we tried two different places for lunch today. We tried to go to the new Fresh Chef here in town. And it was just packed. It was slammed. So congratulations to those folks, too. And the elderly people weren't playing around with the parking spaces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, they like know. That parking looks people. crazy, man. There was, there was no, 75 it's... people there and 75 cars. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. Everybody drove and, their and own the car. Oh, yeah. 12 parking spots. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to have to fix that. I will say that. Yeah. But what Not that I don't want a little bit of space, though. Because it sounds like they're killing it, yeah, which they is awesome. But they got a parking issue. Oh, by the way, that's only half the building, too. The other half is still... Oh, my god. I see it's still being renovated. I saw them putting the HVAC system in something like that this morning right. but i mean it is launched so a lot of people meet as moose said so there's a lot of single drivers 
you know, may not be as bad in the evening where people. But you have to have cars. a strategy with the parking lot because I said I was watching the people that were coming in there. I said they did that with a car. <laughs> I said, how can I do that? They actually did that. You made that happen with a car. Yeah. Please, what would you rank that place if you're if you're just doling out rankings? Well, you know, I have to keep it easy, one to ten. So I'm gonna do. Well, I can't give it everybody a ten, so I have to do like a nine point five. Right, it's good. I mean, it's a good so, project. And you gotta earn. You gotta, I mean, gotta earn, earn that last point five. Like, I will say, I mean, it's basic. I mean, you're not, yeah. you know, you're not going to Cafe Rule or the Vintage House. So or, you don't I mean, have to it, get you dressed. You gotta understand up. what you're going for. And right. So I think that's what. That's what they promise is what they delivered. Wear an sure. old shirt. Yeah. <laughs> she said, keep a shirt in the car. Uh, yeah. That's right. And to all to. the other restaurants out there, like if you would like us to feature you, Fresh Chef, we couldn't get in there today. Maybe make a little bit of time for us to come in and right. right before the podcast. There you go. <laughs> On the Andrew Moose Street Circle Drive food rankings, I give it a 5.7 out of 7. Oh, shit. Which is <laughs> oh, roughly man. 81%. So we were really happy Do with. You got people uh, doing math. Absolutely. We were really happy with 9-2 <laughs> chicken, Korean style chicken. Um, Smell delicious. Yeah, abs- <laughs> absolutely. Um, Richard's um, nose really appreciated. Yeah, it. my nostrils say it was Our, about an eight point five. Right. Okay, <laughs> so Hickory nuts. We're running out of time today. Um, oh, we appreciate no. you guys listening and, and tuning in and all that good stuff. Uh, again, uh, please go and subscribe to this podcast and all the other ones on the Mesh TV. Uh, my name is Andrew Moose. My name is Cleese. Richard Dowdy. Mark Seaman. We are Street Circle Drive. Take it easy, Hickory nuts. We're out. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.